When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is Christopher Vialli, who is the president and CEO of Cambridge Credit Counseling in Agawam, Massachusetts. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you for having me, Jordan. It's a pleasure. Great to be with you. Let's start a little bit uh, with your background and uh, what uh, Cambridge is about and kind of how you got to where you are today. Sure. Um, I've been with Cambridge Credit Counseling for about 14 years now. We're um, a licensed, nonprofit, nationally recognized uh, group, and it's our job um, as a credit counseling company to try and help consumers get to a better place financially. And that's the main focus of our institution here. Um, another area that we focus on is the education of financial literacy in the colleges and high schools. So we have a twofold approach of trying to help America sort of get their they feed on the ground and, and get to a better place financially and start saving again. And that's primarily our mission, our goal here, Jordan. Let's kind of get a sense of, uh, you're hearing from consumers every day uh, who have a lot of debt issues. Give me a sense of uh, what the debt landscape is now for Americans from what you're hearing compared to what it's been even two or three years ago. Sure. Things are actually a little bit worse than what we see on TV and what we hear on the radio. Um, one out of every four to five households is either over the limit or behind on at least one of their unsecured credit card accounts, which means, for the most part, you know, 20, 25% of America is living in penalty rates, uh, rates as high as 30, 32% on their credit card debt. And the average credit card debt for this, for this population is 16 to 18,000, Jordan. So, I mean, that's roughly, you know, $400 a month in just interest payments without any other fees associated with being a little behind the eight ball. And then there's fees typically on top of that as well, right? Without a doubt. And if you include all the fees, um, you know, once you start to fall behind on one card, um, most consumers are carrying eight, nine, ten different cards, and there are universal default policies where all the cards can raise the rates and charge fees for being over the limit. Um, you know, you add all that together, and, and the monthly interest on these types of accounts ends up being 60%, 70% when you incorporate all the fees associated with being behind. So how did people get into this amount of debt? Was it just reckless spending? or you know, America didn't used to be like this. How has it gotten to so much huge amount of debt here? Well, it's pretty simple. It's been a very, very loose lending practice um, in the, the late 90s and early 2000s where just about anybody can get credit, credit available to them at magnitude levels that there's no way they could ever pay back if they used all the credit that was available to them, especially homeowners. Once you were a homeowner, you automatically got hit with you know, ten, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 line of credits with these different credit card companies. Um, consumers then start to spend a little bit over what they could afford to do. Um, and for the most part, the consumer that we talk to, they're not living lavish lifestyles. It's not like they've gone out and shopped like crazy or bought big screen TVs or went on luxury, luxury vacations. They use the cards when they had a setback. Instead of changing and adapting their lifestyle to income setbacks or um, medical expenses or you know, trying to take care of um, unhealthy uh, um, relatives, Instead of changing their lifestyle, they just fell back and used the credit cards, maintain the same type of lifestyle, and then as the debt starts to accumulate, it gets to a point where you really can't get out from underneath it. Now, you hear an awful lot of uh, TV ads and radio ads and things all the time, particularly offering uh, to settle your debt and to say, you know, got a big burden, come to us, and 15 minutes later, we'll get you out of debt. 
what does that do to people's credit, and, and what should people think about when they hear those kind of ads? You, you have to be very careful as a consumer. A lot of these companies that advertise uh, like crazy on the Internet or the radio or even on TV nowadays, um, they're for-profit companies. They've got a lot of money to be able to do this type of advertising, and consumers see this, this impression that you can settle debts for less than what you owe, and most major credit card companies will not settle debts for less than what you owe. So a lot of these offers are... Um, a little bit overreach in regards to what these companies can do for consumers. There are huge fees associated with it. It ruins your credit because you're not paying on your debts. Um, the process uh, is not the same as going through a nonprofit credit counseling company where you're paying back your debt and you know you're fulfilling the obligations that you've created. These companies will make people believe that you can actually walk away from what you owe at cents on a dollar. And it's a very it's very enticing type of offer that they see. And a lot of the disclosure really isn't out there to tell consumers all the ill effects of trying to settle your debts for less than what you owe. Um, but Jordan, I mean that that's a conversation I could spend a half hour on to tell you the truth about what not to do and what to be careful about. Well, it's important because people see this a lot. Uh, so uh, the, these companies are taking big upfront fees, mm -hmm. and uh, when they will present to a creditor, they say, you know, John Smith here, we're going to give you fifty cents on the dollar. You're going to get nothing. How does the creditor typically respond to that? Well, here's how the, the process plays out, and this is, you know, for, for the most part, how, you know, all the advertisements you see on TV or, or hear about, most of these companies will tell you that, okay, you owe ten grand in debt, you come to us, we'll settle the debt for, you know, five, six thousand, you'll have a monthly payment of uh, X amount for just three years, and the first, you know, six to eight months are going to be fees associated with the plan. We're going to start to build money into an escrow account that you may control, um, but you're not going to pay your bills. You're just going to walk away from paying them. And then uh, when you start to accumulate enough money in your account, then you can send out offers to compromise payment and for full uh, on 30, 40, 50, 60 cents on the dollar for what you owe. Now, what they're not telling you is that the major credit card companies will not settle um, these debts. They send cease and desist letters out so your credit card companies can't even communicate with you. They have to communicate directly with this company you've just hired. So there's no communication from the credit card companies to the consumer, so the account just keeps falling behind, behind, behind. Once it gets to be about 180 days past due, about six months, the credit card company will give up on trying to collect on it, and they'll sell it to either a collection company or an attorney. Now, the attorney is going to pursue legal action against the consumer for non-payment. The collection companies will start to threaten consumers with you know, letters of demand and, and, and offers of that nature, but by the time it's gotten there, your debt has been building up and up and up because there have been no payments on it. So you're, you're accruing late fees, high interest on the accounts. So that 10000 you owe when you first started the program, by the time it's time to settle these debts, even if they are able to do it with these attorneys or these collection companies, you owe thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen thousand by that time. So even if they are able to settle, it's still going to be for seven, eight, nine thousand of what you, you know, owe at the time of the settlement being um, you know, offered at that time. And what then kind of fees would be part of it? You get tax liability, Jordan. Ah, Anything over mm -hmm. 600 that a creditor forgives is an automatic tax event for the consumer. So then you get hit with a 1099 in the mail the following year, even if you are able to settle on any of these debts. And what kind of fees would be taken out in a situation like that? 10000 roughly two to 3000 in fees are going to be associated with a program like that, and it's all up front. So when you first join a program of this nature... By the time you realize it's not working like you thought it was going to and that this isn't some miracle way to get out of debt, you've been charged all these fees which you can't even get back. It's illegal 
for a lot of um, these companies to do this business in many of the states throughout our country, but yet they still claim that they can do business in these states. Um, 2%, there have been studies done, and there are plenty of reports online, 2% of consumers that go into these plans actually succeed. 2%. So they're taking huge fees from lots of people. It's not, not, it's, in fact, it's hurting them. Apparently there was a recent Federal Trade Commission uh, meeting about this, and the creditors were there, and debt settlement companies were there, you know, what's the result of all this, and why do these companies still exist in such a huge way out there? It's unfortunate um, when, you know, a system like this comes into play in our country. It takes the regulators two to three years to catch up with this. Um, Back in, like, the uh, um, late 1990s and early 2000s, the credit counseling industry went through a similar type of problem where there were some um, not so good players in our industry doing um, some bad work in the nonprofit field, and when all this was raised, it took a good two to three years for all the reform to come out and for the credit counseling industry to then right itself and move on in a good way. These debt settlement groups, a lot of these groups arise after the mortgage lending industry sort of went away. Um, a lot of the folks that are in this industry right now, this debt relief, debt settlement industry, were making money hand over fist offering bad loans to consumers when it was easy to refi and get all these products into consumers' hands. So these are people that were making fast money. And when that dried up, they had to find a new way. And the new way is this new debt settlement, debt relief avenue. And it's going to take a couple years for the state attorney general's offices and the FTC to really crack down. We have seen some um, litigation and some judgments and some actions taken by certain states, but um, not, not anywhere near what we need to see. So in contrast to the debt settlements we just talked about, why don't you just briefly talk about the process that is involved with a, a nonprofit consumer credit counseling like, like Cambridge involves, and why don't you kind of take us from the beginning when a consumer originally calls or goes to their website and kind of take them through the process. Sure. There are, there are many good nonprofit debt relief agencies that provide a holistic solution for a consumer. When somebody calls Cambridge or one of our peers, um, the first thing we're going to do is try and uh, establish a game plan for the consumer. We're going to dig into their budget, get a sense of what their expenses are and their income, see exactly what's left over to try and tackle what debt might be challenging them, and then develop a plan that's specific to the consumer's need to help them alleviate the challenge debt and start to build savings so they don't have to worry about using credit cards and getting back into debt again. Now, very often when we talk to a consumer, they're they're living in a very high interest rates with these credit cards and can't afford to double up on their payments. They can't afford to get those debts paid down. So there is a debt management plan that can be offered to a consumer where the credit card companies automatically will help a consumer out. It's not a negotiation. This is not something where we have to step in and say, Joe Smith needs help. What can you do for him? There are set policies in place where all the major credit card companies will help a consumer, but they will only do it if there's a validation process in place, and that's what our job is to do. Our job is to talk to Joe Smith and figure out if he needs some help, and if he does need help, the credit card companies will reduce the rates they're charging him, They'll waive fees on a going-forward basis. They'll allow us to establish a monthly payment that can fit into Joe Smith's budget that allows him to get these debts paid off over a four- to five-year time frame. Rates as low as 6% on the cards, 4%, 9%. The average is right around 7% is what the consumer gets charged when they're paying their debt back through 
um, a licensed nonprofit debt counseling type of company like Cambridge. And apparently, even if you have hardship, it can go even lower than that. What, what would hardship involve, and how low would the rates go? Yeah, there are, there are certain tiered programs that major creditors like Chase and Bank of America and others do offer for consumers that are experiencing severe hardship. And in some cases, interest rates as low as 1%, 2%, even 0%, so that it makes it a little bit easier for that consumer to pay back their debt. It is the job of the credit counseling company, like Cambridge, to validate a consumer needs such type of plan. It's also our job to tell a consumer they don't need a plan. All you need to do is make some slight adjustments in your monthly budget, and we show them how to do that. Um, and you can afford to pay back your debt over time, and we, could, we provide them with an action plan that says, okay, here's what you need to do as long as you follow through with this, pay attention a little bit to some of your incidental spending, and you're going to be all right. You're going to be able to pay your debt off. You don't need any intercession from us. Um, and, you know, that's the type of outcome that they get when they call a holistic credit counseling company. So apparently many people that do call you are in that latter category. They do not need a debt management plan. They actually, uh, you can kind of give them some fine-tunements, and, and that's all they need. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct, Jordan. Um, there are some folks, unfortunately, do call us that it's a little bit too late, and they truly need to face reality, and bankruptcy is a, the proper solution for them. Uh, we run into a lot of folks that have been using their credit lines to just get by and, and even sometimes using some of these credit cards to pay their mortgage payment or pay other credit cards. And then once all their cards get maxed out, they have no available um, access to credit. So their income cannot support the lifestyle that they have. And unfortunately, some of the conversations that we have are bankruptcy is right for you, Joe Smith. It's not that big of a deal. The system's in place to give people a fresh start. And, you know, it's, it's hard medicine, but when consumers hear it the right way, they understand that they're not a bad person, and this is something that just sort of got out of hand, and, uh, you know, we need a fresh start. And they can, they can move on with education so that they never have to worry about getting into debt again. So, I mean, even the worst of phone calls or counseling sessions that we have can have a positive outcome. Okay, we're going to go to a break. I'm speaking with Chris Viali, who's the president and CEO of Cambridge Credit Counseling, and we'll be back right after this with more about debt. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying, and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. 
environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. There are so many challenges facing management today around the world. The New Management Network is here to provide practical insight and solutions for many of these challenges. Hosts Don and Bonnie Folk will explore topics designed to help you get the competitive upper hand, including organizational tools, personality and leadership, cutting-edge management tips, and much more. Join the New Management Network live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Network. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Back to The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Christopher Vialli, who's the president and CEO of Cambridge Credit Counseling a national nonprofit credit counseling organization based in Agawa, Massachusetts. Uh, welcome back to the show, Chris. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you. Before we get into this, why don't you tell people how they can contact you uh, both by phone and email? Sure. Uh, there's an 800 number consumers can call, and we have certified counselors here from 8 o'clock Eastern until 10 o'clock at night Eastern time. And the uh, 800 number is 800 897 2200. And you can always go online to cambridgecredit.org. That's www.cambridgecredit.org. And there's uh, information online and uh, an application that you could submit requesting uh, a counselor to give you a call back as well. And can they fill out an application online? I mean, what, what are you going to be asking for when people go to that website uh, so that they're ready in the first place? What, what kind of information do you need? Um, when they fill out the application, it's very simple. Um, we just need simple contact information with the best time to return the call. A consumer should always have um, their most recent statements or a good idea about what they owe in credit card debt when they do call in so that it can make the process go a little bit smoother. Um, there, your process on your first call with a, cons- with a counselor here at Cambridge is going to be a 15- to 20-minute phone call for us to just really get our hands around your financial situation so that we can give you the best advi- uh, advice and guidance. Um, it's got to be tailored for each consumer because everyone's got a different situation. Tell us a little bit about the training that the counselors have that people will talk to on the phone. They're nationally certified counselors. They go through two different certification processes. Uh, when they first start here at the company, there's three months of intense training, and then they need to be certified within six months. And these are outside accredited groups, AFCPE, um, and also personal financial education certification. So they go through quite a bit just to be um, able to counsel consumers in the area of financial wellness. And are they a commission? Do they have an incentive to sign people up for a DMP or a BNP or not? Absolutely not. Um, our counselors are hourly employees, and they all when when we screen our counselors, um, the ads that we put in the papers to try and find people to work here. It's all about social work. It's all about helping consumers. So we screen for the for the right type of profile of a uh, individual that wants to be a counselor and make this their livelihood. Very good. We actually have a call, and we have a call from uh, John from Denver. John, welcome to the show. How you doing? All right. What's your question, John? 
these pro the, the the company and then the the site everything is this designed to help people like myself? I have some credit card debt. I got some higher rates, and I'm just feeling sometimes just in a way and over my head. Is this something and calling in? They can they can give me some advice and and really help me you know, set something up or point me in the right direction. What, what kind of interest rates are you paying now, John? I'm in the high teens, like twenty ish, right around there. And did it used to be lower, and it's gone up to those levels? Yeah, some of the rates were nine and twelve. I got some notices in the mail saying rates are going up. You can opt out on a couple. Some of them didn't give me that option to opt out, and they have gone from an average of like nine and twelve to, like I said, nineteen and up. Yeah. So, Chris, if, if John called into Cambridge Credit again, their number eight hundred eight nine seven twenty two hundred. How could you help somebody in his situation? Well, John, uh, the first step is definitely good that you made this phone call. It's always important that people um, take the steps necessary to try and help themselves. And a lot of people are a little afraid to make the phone call and make a reach out that they may need assistance from a third-party agency. So I commend you for making a call into the show. John, what you need to do is call the number that Jordan gave you. You'll be on the phone with one of our certified counselors here. We'll get a really good understanding about where your monthly budget's at. Um, We'll ask you a lot of questions about your expenses and your income. And then from that, we'll take a look at these debts that are challenging you. And hopefully what we can do is develop a plan that can get your interest rates lower down, get you on a path to get these things paid off in a four- to five-year time frame. And while you're doing that, also be able to save 5% of your monthly income so that you've got money to fall back on for emergencies. That's a critical thing, Jordan. People have good intentions, and I'm sure, John, you do as well. You want to get your debt paid down, so every dollar you have, you pour towards your debt once you realize that's your goal. I've got to get my debt paid down. But then when there's an emergency or unexpected expense, you end up having to use the credit cards again because you've got nothing to fall back on. So it's important that when we talk to consumers that we get them on a plan not only to get them out of debt but to start saving so they've got money to fall back on. So, John, give us a call, and one of my counselors will do all they can to set up a plan for you. Okay, thank you both. Very good. Thank you, John. One question people often ask Chris is um, their credit score and their credit report. Uh, if, if you do enroll in the program with Cambridge uh, that does this DMP, as it's called, what is the effect on your credit score and your credit report? Yeah, there's a misnotion out there, Jordan. Um, in the old world, I've been doing this, again, for 14 years or so. Um, people thought that if I had to reach out to a credit counseling company, it's the same thing as filing bankruptcy. I'll have this black label over my name that will never let me be able to borrow for a car or do anything in the future again. It is not that way at all. The FICO scoring system, which is what 98% of all banks use to determine if you're a good risk to lend to, considers credit counseling a neutral mark. So the fact that someone's on a, on a program like this has no bearing on their score. Now, when you do join a credit counseling program, a DMP, um, the accounts do become closed, so you're not able to use the credit cards that are on the plan. The goal is to get you away from using credit cards. When these accounts do become closed, it does affect your score because 10% of your credit score is length of credit history. So part of your score does get affected when you first start the program. Um, but that little dip that you have will get you going in the right way when you're on the plan because 30% of your credit score is how much you owe. And if things are tight for you and you owe a lot and, it, and you're high on the credit limits, um, that part of your score gets affected in a good way. So at the end of the day, someone's going to be able to do everything they want financially. This is not going to have any long-term um, effect on their ability to do what they need to. And do you help people with reference letters if they've been paying on time for, say, a year or so and they seem to be back on a better track? Do you help them 
when they approach lenders car for cars or mortgages or student loans whatever it may be kind of give them a reference that they can help uh, to get these loans absolutely if it's responsible finance and and a consumer is trying to let's say their lease just ended and they've been on the program for six months and need to um, maybe maybe finance that lease into an owner car um, and the financier has a question about I see you on a credit counseling program how's that going for you um, we'll provide them with a letter of reference stating that uh, the consumers done a great job on the program um, they are in a position where they can afford this type of loan um, we'll back up our consumers 100% when they're applying for responsible finance and and to date, you know, I've been here for you know x amount of years, and we've helped two hundred and forty, fifty thousand clients. Uh, we just don't have people calling in saying, you know, I I was advised to do this, and now my credit's ruined, and I can't do anything I want to do. Uh, it just doesn't happen. We don't ever have consumers calling in upset about that. There is a common misperception out there that having a DMP on your credit report, even though it might not affect your score, will be seen negatively by mortgage lenders or other lenders in the future. You're saying that's really not. That's really a misperception. It is a misperception, uh, but let, let's let's really vent this out. Um, the mortgage lending industry, Fannie and Freddie, when they came out with their guidance back in 0102, or I should say defunct Fannie and Freddie, but uh, when they came back out with guidance um, in the early 2000s, they made it very clear to the lending industry, home mortgage lending industry, that if a consumer's on a credit counseling program for at least one year and they've made their payments on time, that they're not to hold that against the consumer when the interest rate's being considered for the loan. Now, you may live in a small town that you have a local bank and local bankers that are a little more old-fashioned. And if they see it on the credit report, you know, in their mindset, they may say, oh, sorry, you know, there's nothing we can do about this. This, in our minds, at our bank, for our credit, um, we consider this just a negative mark. But with the online access and the ability for people to, to shop online and go to different lenders, there's always going to be lenders that are going to be willing to lend to someone who's being responsible with their money. And that's what credit counseling shows. It shows someone is being responsible about getting out of debt and getting themselves to a better place financially. People often ask, why do the banks cooperate with you? Why are they willing to give you 6 or 7% interest rates when they're not willing to give that to a consumer directly? Well, it's a system that was put in place back in the 1950s. So it's a, it's a very old system. It was originally created by the banks themselves as um, you know, their way to give back to the community and, and to offer help on a holistic level. If a consumer calls their creditor, and let's say they have seven different creditors, certain credit card companies are willing to give a consumer a break on their account, but they can't holistically set up a full plan that, that concentrates on all of the debt and also gets the consumer thinking about how to build savings again. Each credit card company doesn't have that capability. So what they've done is they've set up a, a policy that says, okay, if you go to a nationally recognized credit counseling company and you need help holistically, here are all the benefits that we'll give to these consumers across the board. And they do this because people do need help, and they are willing to do it, but they need validation that it's a consumer not trying to take advantage of a situation. If, if you're basically paying on time, uh, you've got a lot of debt, but you haven't fallen behind, you have decent income, you just have a lot of debt, will you qualify for benefits or not really? No, you will, as long as we can demonstrate that your budget is that tight. Um, general, the general rule of thumb for a credit counselor here at Cambridge Credit Counseling is if a consumer can double up on their monthly minimum payments and be able to put a little money into savings, they don't need a plan like this. We can create a plan for them and show them how to do it on their own where they can get their debt paid off in four to five years on their own. So they don't need any intervention. But if you're a consumer that can't double up every single month on your minimum payments and you can't put some money into savings, 
then you're living tight. And it's only one more financial setback to you might fall behind and your rates go higher and higher and higher, which in turn makes your payments even go higher. So it's just a, a snowball waiting to happen at the bottom of the hill. Um, so folks that are current, about half of the folks we talk to are current with their bills, but they're just being proactive and they can see sort of the writing on the wall and they want to make sure they're doing measures to, to get themselves in a better place financially. Have the banks been more or less cooperative with the credit counseling companies recently, considering that the need is so much greater? They've been much more cooperative. It's been an incredibly good environment to work in for the past um, year to half a year or so. Um, some of the, the hardship plans that a lot of the major banks are offering right now are very good. Um, so they've, they've gone from offering you know, 12% interest or 10% interest for certain cardholders down to 0 or 1% when a monthly payment needs to be lowered. Um, so the environment is better um, for the help that they're offering through credit counseling. Now, sort of the environment on your own as a consumer out there has gotten a lot worse, I think. You've got a lot of major banks right now cutting credit lines, um, and when they cut the credit lines down, it raises your score and in turn raises your interest rate, which makes your payments even harder to manage. So it's really getting tough for the consumer on their own out there. Very good. Okay, we're going to go to a break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Christopher Vialli, uh, President and CEO of Cambridge Credit Counseling. Again, you can call them at 800-897-2200 or find out more about them at their website, cambridgecredit.org. We'll be back with much more about debt after this. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying, and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Are you ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owners Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owners Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. What are the do's and don'ts when it comes to solving personal foreclosure? 
With over 2,700 foreclosures daily, what can you do to ensure the housing crisis doesn't hit home? Tune in to Foreclosure Exposure Radio with host Carla Duglin. This show will give you steps you can immediately use to save your own home and credit. Face and conquer foreclosure issues before they affect you. Listen for Foreclosure Exposure Radio every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Network. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. And my guest this hour is Chris Viali who's a ch- president and CEO of Cambridge Credit Counseling in Agawam, Massachusetts. Welcome back to the show, Chris. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you. Let's uh, talk a little bit more about what the banks are, are doing with consumers these days. Uh, you said that they're being more cooperative in helping people with credit counseling plans, uh, but a lot of people are not in credit counseling plans. What's happening in the environment uh, for people who are not in credit counseling these days? Well, the environment has tightened up quite a bit. All the loose lending practices from the from the 90s and early 2000s are now off the table, as we know. I mean, we all see what's going on on Wall Street. We all hear about the bank bailouts. Um, so the banks aren't lending. As a matter of fact, what they're doing is they're pulling an awful lot of the credit lines that are available to consumers off the table. So if you're Joe Smith out there and you've got you know a twenty thousand dollar credit line with a credit card company, and let's say you have a balance of around ten grand on that, don't be surprised if you get a letter in the mail saying that your available credit limit's now been reduced down to eleven thousand. And what happens with that? Um, is it raises your FICO score, uh, it lowers it, excuse me. It lowers your FICO score because your debt-to-income ratios now, as far as available credit, has gotten out of line. And in turn, by lowering your credit score, it makes you more of a risk, which then allows these credit card companies to raise your interest rates. And when they raise your interest rates due to that credit risk, it then increases your monthly payments and makes it even harder for you to keep up. Um, this is what we hear all day right now on the phone. Um, I think some of the major banks have even indicated they've taken as much as one to two billion of available credit off the table that American consumers had available to them still. You even mean more than a billion? You mean trillion? Trillion? Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> even though there's one trillion in debt, they just took a, another trillion off the table that consumers could still rack up on credit cards. <laughs> yeah. So, so isn't that kind of slitting their own throats? I mean, they're making it harder for consumers to pay them back, and what they're worried about is people paying them back. Yeah, you know, it's a little antiquated in my in my eyes, but um, it, there are measures that they're taking right now to just cut the risk that they feel that they have exposure to. Um, you know, whether or not it's something that's going to pan out good for the credit card companies somehow, I don't know. I, I just don't see... Uh, you know the end game for them and doing some of the some of the tactics that they have available to them right now to raise rates on people that are having trouble making their payments. It just makes it even harder for consumers. Um, Not so I don't, I don't rates, know, Jordan, but, but the one thing the banks are doing, they are working a little bit more often with consumers to help them out on their individual accounts. It doesn't holistically treat the situation because if you've only got one or two banks that are willing to help you out, and you've got five or six that don't. Um, that's not the full treatment consumers need to get the debt going downward and get their savings being built back up. They're not only raising interest rates, but they're also raising the minimums. Is that correct? That's correct. I mean, the minimum payment for someone who's been current on your bills is generally about 2% of your balance. So if you owe 10000 you generally have to pay about $200 a month on that card. 
um, what they've done is they've started to increase that percentage amount from 3 4 and even up to 5% of your balance. So someone who's been making payments of 200 a month on that 10000 that's only been covering interest for the most part, so they bet their balances aren't coming down. But now they're seeing payments of three, four, five hundred a month, and those are payments they can't make. So what happens if you can't make those payments then? Well, most of the credit card companies are giving the consumer the choice. So you really have to pay attention to your mail because a lot of these, a lot of these alerts aren't going out online. So you really have to be opening your mail and take a look at the mail you're getting. But some of the banks are offering consumers the ability to opt out of the new terms, and they'll close your account but set your interest rate at the level it's at and keep your bill payments at 2%. If you don't opt into those types of um, uh, available offers, that or, or not offers, but the, the terms, the new terms, and you just let the new terms go into play, then you're out of luck. You're going to be dealing with higher rates and much higher monthly payments. So you really got to be cautious and pay attention to the mail that you have coming in and understand what it all means. Do some people get these higher rates and higher fees and higher minimums and just kind of give up and want to walk away? And what happens in a case like that? Yeah, I mean, we, we see a lot of people just, you know, sort of going into the closet, as we like to call it. Um, you know, they just stick their head in the sand saying, you know, there's no way we're going to be able to do this. Um, you know, we'll just walk away from the debt. It's unsecured. They're not going to be able to, you know, come at us for anything. Um, but people that take that type of approach end up harming themselves a lot more than they understand. Um, the, fun, the, 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 the stress that comes with knowing that you're not paying your debts, because uh, almost all consumers want to pay back what they've borrowed, um, has, a, has a long-term effect on everything around them, including their job performance, their family life. I mean, it's, just, it's a devastating type of thing to wake up in the morning not knowing or try to go to sleep at night not knowing, you know, you're going to be out of debt sooner or later or how do I pay my bills. So the folks that are trying to ignore it and just hope it goes away, that is the wrong approach. You've got you've to tackle this thing head on. And the first step is calling a credit counseling company. And, you know, we've got an 800 number available. I've got certified counselors here from 8 in the morning Eastern time till 10 at night and all day Saturdays. Uh, the 800 number, Jordan, is 800-897-2200. People need to be making a phone call just to get a financial checkup. At the very least, just get a checkup. Just have somebody go through the finances with them to say, okay, you're all right. You're going to make it, Joe Smith. Or, Joe Smith, you need a little help, and we can do this to help you out. That type of call is important. What's happening with uh, collection uh, calls? Are, are banks being uh, more aggressive about collections, and how can people deal if they're getting uh, with a lot of collection calls? Well, if, if you're falling behind on your debts and you're one, two, three months behind, and now you've got all the collection departments calling you, some of these banks are being a little lenient, and they'll have softer type of approach right now that says, do you need help? Maybe there's something we can do to help you out. Um, but that's, that's only a couple of the major banks that are doing things like that. Um, you know, when you're being bombarded by collection call from, from ABC agency 10 times a day, and it, and it, it, it is nerve-wracking for consumers to try and deal with that. Uh, there are laws that do protect consumer. They, are, they do have rights. Um, these, credit, these credit collection companies can't, they can't uh, you know, abuse consumers. They can't call after hours. They can't call your work. I mean, there are, there are rights that consumers need to be aware of, and that's through the Fair Dection, uh, Debt Collection Practices Act. And you can find that on our website at cambridgecredit.org. Um, but for the most part, you've got to, if you're in a position where you're behind and you do have some means to try and pay them back, you don't want to make um, agreements with one or two creditors and leave the other five aside because it'll just steamroll the other way. You've got to call a credit counseling company and get a holistic plan pulled together to, to tackle all of the debt. Um, if, if, if they've signed up with you, do they, what happens to those collection costs? Well, when you're on a credit counseling program and if a debt management 
plan is the right thing for you and, and you do get enrolled and you start to pay back your debt, within one to two months, all those calls stop. Uh, because now you're on a plan. They know you're on a plan. There's validation that the plan's been accepted by the creditors. We don't have to negotiate. There's no guesswork in what we do. We can tell a consumer ahead of time whether or not this is the appropriate thing for them to be involved in. And if it is, within one to two months, there's no more phone calls. You can you can rest easy and answer the phone. You don't have to worry about all the unavailable uh, um, calls that are coming into your cell or on your uh, caller IDs. <laughs> and, and also, as far as consolidating, I mean, some people, as you say, they have... You know, nine, ten different credit cards and kind of keeping track of all of them at different times, their payment due, day due, due dates and so on. Uh, what is the advantage of consolidating it in one place like you, where you have one bill a month? Makes life a lot easier. You know, I commend people. I still counsel on the phone, Jordan. About 40% of my time I devote to talking to consumers uh, just to keep a pulse on what's going on out there. And I can't tell you how many times I've talked to a consumer that has 15 or 18 different credit cards and somehow they're keeping up with all their due dates. I, you, you pat them on the back for that, but I mean that's 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 almost a full time job just to not miss payments. When you come to um, a credit counseling company, and if a debt management plan is the right thing, you're going to have one payment. All the due dates will be reorganized to coincide with your one due date with your debt management provider. So you'll be making one payment to us. We'll be paying all the bills monthly for you. You still get statements from all the creditors, so you still have full transparency on what's happening every single month. Plus, you'll have. Uh, statements come from your uh, debt management provider. Um, so you get to see how everything's working, but it's just one easy payment that comes from your account once a month. How does what you do differ from other national nonprofit credit counseling organizations? Um, we're very similar. We've, we've taken our initiative a little bit further than most other agencies that I'm familiar with, and I'm very well involved in our industry. We do a lot to focus with consumers on plans for the future. It's not just a matter of getting out of debt. When someone calls us and if we've got a plan that can help them get out of debt, that's not the end of it. Um, it's not like, oh, oh, Joe Smith is relieved. I don't have to worry about life anymore because Cambridge is going to get me out of debt. The goal of this process is to get the consumer thinking about what they need to do to start saving. So we continually follow up with our consumers through post-counseling efforts and education materials and online access to information to make sure that consumers develop in a strong strategy to build savings so that financially they're never ever going to have to worry about using credit cards and leaving balances on credit cards carrying it from month to month. That's our goal and the retention of our client base um, from what I understand in our industry is pretty strong. It's one of the strongest out there if not the strongest which means the people that come to Cambridge are succeeding with what we're putting in front of them. Roughly, what kind of a completion rate do you have of the people who join the program who are doing the right things? Do most of them end up completing it, and over what period of time, roughly? Yeah, the average length of time it takes someone to complete the program when the plan is developed for them is about 52 months or so. Most consumers complete it earlier than that because as they start to build their savings, as they get toward the tail end, they're able to start to pay more towards this to get it done and completed earlier. Um, so we've got a 75 to 80% satisfaction and completion rate, whether it be someone paying it off early or to the completion of the plan or you know maybe a tax return at one time or a stimulus package was that they were able to pay it off early. Um, we have a very low percentage of consumers that we put onto a plan actually have to file bankruptcy. It's less than 3% of the folks that we put onto plans end up failing and having to file bankruptcy. And how does that compare to the rest of the industry? Well, it's hard because there's not a lot of data available out there, Jordan, and I don't like to stand on a fence pole too much and say we're doing a really, really good job, but from what I understand from many of my peers, uh, bankruptcy rates are generally about double 
um, from what we have, and the retention rates are about half of what we have. So for, from what I understand, um, we're doing about twice as good of a job to make sure consumers are healthy financially going forward than most of my peers in our industry. And what kind of fees can people expect to pay? It depends to some extent on the state, but what kind of fees in general should people expect to pay for your services? Now, that's an extremely important uh, question, too, because uh, there should be absolutely no fee for counseling or education. There are some nonprofit providers that do need to charge small fees for education and other, other uh, things they do, like credit report analysis and stuff like that. But your assessment with your counselor, which can you know, be an hour to two hours long over the course of you know, a few days or one day or a week, that's got to be free. There should be no charge for that. If you need a plan, the average initial fee to start a plan from Cambridge is about $40, and the average monthly fee we charge a consumer to help them is about $23 a month. The most anybody should ever be charged for plans of this nature is a $75 initial payment to, to enroll, and on a monthly basis, never any more than $50. Um, and there are different state laws that apply, and you need to make sure your company is licensed um, or has permission to do business in the state that you reside in. It's very important because there are a lot of rogue companies out there um, that overcharge or aren't licensed properly by the state you may reside in. Okay, very good. We're going to go to a break. This is Jordan Goodman, and my guest this hour is uh, Chris Viale of Cambridge Credit Counseling. We'll be back after this. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying, and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit, Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. 
When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. And my guest this hour is Christopher Vialli, who is President and CEO of Cambridge Credit Counseling in Agawam, Massachusetts. And actually, Chris, let's go right to a call. We have uh, Elaine calling from Springfield. Elaine, welcome to the show. And what's your question? Hi. Um, well, recently I noticed that um, my interest rate on one of my credit cards practically tripled. Um, I wasn't late with the account. I was actually pretty concerned, so I called them. Um, they refused to reduce it for me, basically saying that because I was nearing my credit limit, I was overextended. So I tried to reason with them, couldn't get it down. Um, I looked into the possibilities of debt management programs and when I expressed that to the rep, I was told that it would hurt my credit rating more. How true could this be? What did your rate go from and what did it go to, Elaine? Well, I'm sorry. Oh, well, it went from 8.9 to 23. Wow. So if, if Elaine called you, Chris, uh, how could you help her? Well, Elaine, I, I commend you for at least making this phone call because uh, it's important. Uh, it's it's hard for consumers to to uh, you know take a step to say I might need help from an outside agency. Mm-hmm. Um, what you what we need to do for you? Um, first off, you need to call one eight hundred eight nine seven twenty two hundred. We have counselors standing by. We're here from eight in the morning till ten at night Eastern time, so we're available during, you know, different parts of the day, so it shouldn't interfere with your work schedule. Can you repeat that for me? Yeah, it's 800-897-2200. Okay. Or you can go to cambridgecredit.org. Now, what we need to do, Elaine, is we need to take a good hard look at your budget, because if things are tight for you and you've now got this higher rate, that means your payment has also probably doubled, which is going to make it even harder for you to keep up with that bill and maybe some other bills that you might have. Right, because I was fine before I noticed the monthly payment got higher, and because of that, now it's starting to tighten things up each month. Exactly, and I'm sure you have other cards that soon-to-be are going to be raising their rates because you're getting overextended. So this this type of effect can get really bad if you don't take the necessary steps. So you need to give us a call, and what we'll do is we'll take a look at your monthly budget. We'll uh, we'll take an analysis of how much money you have coming in, how much you have going out, and see if we can develop a plan that can get you in a place where you'll have one payment per month with lower rates that can get them paid off in a four four and a half year time frame. Now, when it comes to this notion of this affecting your credit worse than you already have, um, a credit counseling program, a debt management plan, if it's right for you. Mm-hmm. is going to have a very positive effect for you down the road. Your credit okay. score may suffer a little bit when you first start and may dip a little bit because 15% okay. of your credit score is length of, of credit history. Okay. And because your accounts would become closed, it may affect mm-hmm. your score a little bit, but that's all right because okay. what you need to do is get a plan where you can get your debt paid down, which brings your debt-to-income ratios back in line, right. which is 30% of your score. That part of your score gets affected okay. in a good way. Okay. So if, okay. You have a, if you're looking to make any major purchases like a home or a car within the next couple months, then joining a program right now could affect your interest rate on a loan like that. But okay. if you don't need to make any big purchases for the next year or so, this would be a very good solution for you to look at. Yeah, I can't afford any payments on big purchases with this credit card payment. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Okay. Yeah, I, I think you need to make a phone call and talk to one of our certified counselors. And they'll, okay. they'll guide you. If the plan's right for you, they'll make sure 
that uh, they'll offer you the type of plan that's necessary. Okay, and again, just so I got this right, it's 800-897-2200? That's correct. Okay, I'm going to call them. Thanks. All right, thank you, Elaine. Okay, Very bye-bye. Good. Uh, Chris, there's been some both uh, regulatory and legislative changes proposed in how credit cards and consumers are going on. The, the Federal Reserve had some uh, proposed rules last October. There's some legislative uh, initiatives in the Congress right now. Give us a sense of how you think things may be changing as to how the banks and consumers have to deal with each other uh, going forward here. Well, Elaine was the perfect example of that. Um, some of these new rules that are coming out, some will take effect in 2010, and there are, there are many more aggressive rules that are trying to be legislated right now. Um, but one of them is this universal default policy, um, or the fact that your credit line has gotten, you've gotten close to your available credit, and you become more of a credit risk so they can raise your rates. These types of penalties that the, the credit card companies have in place right now to affect the consumer's interest rate are way over the top. I mean, consumers are making their payments on time. They're not having any problems, but yet they're seeing their rates increase and then their payments double. Those types of um, policies and procedures are not going to be available to the banks, and that's going to help consumers in the future. But we still have to get to the future. Um, the legislation they're talking about now, it's some very strict rules about fees. These credit card companies can charge double billing cycles, um, charging different interest rates on different balances and having it only apply to the balances that, you know, have the uh, lower interest rate. I mean, there's just so many different rules that the banks have to keep people in debt when people have good intentions to get out of debt. Um, a lot of those rules are going to be changing. But, again, that's in the future. That's not right now. Now, the banks say that if all these restrictions were put in on them, uh, they would lower their profitability and they would restrict credit even more and raise interest rates even more. So they, they would say it would be self-defeating. What is your response to that? Well, like uh, Congress and others have said, maybe uh, if they're worried about not being as profitable, they should figure out um, how not to pay so many of their employees so much money. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, if, if they've got to tighten their belt and be more fiscally responsible about how they're spending their money, uh, I think they'll do just fine at a 12 or 14 or 16 percent interest rate on a trillion dollars of debt that America is paying back. At a time when interest rates, the treasuries are at zero. So other rates have been falling, and they're the ones that have been, been rising a lot. Now, there is talk about potentially nationalizing, particularly some of the biggest banks, like a Citibank or Bank of America, because they have so many losses. If something like that were to happen, how do you think that might affect uh, consumers and credit cards? I think it's going to help us out, because we've got a lot of um, very high-powered um, people in Congress, uh, Barney Franks and others, um, that are very conscious about the consumer right now. Um, they're very up there. Uh, on the edge of their seats uh, of how they're being treated by a lot of these uh, credit card companies, high-risk lending type of companies that have been around for the past decade or so. So I think if we're moving to more of a nationalized uh, banking system for the consumer directly that has debt with these credit card companies, I think it's going to help us out. Um, how it plays out economically for Wall Street and others, that is what, you know, I don't, I, I couldn't, I don't have a pulse on that at all, Jordan. <laughs> the other big area having to do with debt is mortgages, and uh, President Obama has proposed an entire $275 billion program to uh, modify mortgages in general, help out the housing market. What is your sense of, of how that might work out? It's not even close to doing a good enough job. Um, we've got on our website, cambridgecredit.org. That's www.cambridgecredit.org. I've got a Home Sweet Home initiative posted there that we're working with um, congressmen and some of the uh, folks that can make decisions on this about extending these types of plans further than just people on the verge of foreclosure. 
right now the biggest problem that we have in our economy is people don't have available money to be able to buy things. I mean, that's the, that's the issue that we have right now. And the solutions that are on the table right now, Jordan, only talk about helping people that are on the verge of foreclosure. Those people on the verge of foreclosure, even if they're saved, they're not going to be able to be productive in our economy. Obviously, it's going to help keep the homes and keep people in their houses, which is all good. But if we need to get the economy going the right way, we need to be talking about another 10 million consumers right behind the 7 or 8 million that are having trouble keeping up with their mortgage payments. The ones that are making it, they're working hard. They're working two jobs, three jobs in the household to keep up with their monthly payments on their mortgage and their credit cards, and they're doing a good job. They don't have any money left over. Uh, There's no overtime available to people. I mean, there's just... We don't have the ability for people to pay down debt. So we need to figure out a way to get that segment of our home ownership back in the economy. And the Home Sweet Home Initiative calls for mortgages to be extended further out so there's no forgiveness of debt. There's no write-down of the mortgage amount. Um, It's just a lower monthly payment over a longer period of time, which would free up money for the consumer to be able to be in the economy, uh, be active in the economy. And the... Uh, servicer providers and these financiers that have all these loans packaged, yeah, they're not going to get as much money on a monthly basis, but in the long run, they'll actually get more from these types of loans if they're extended longer. Terrific. All right, well, thanks so much, Chris. It's been fascinating. Uh, I've been speaking with Christopher Vialli, the uh, president and CEO of Cambridge Credit Counseling. Again, if you want more information about what he does, call him at 800-897-2200 or cambridgecredit.org. Thanks again for being on the show, Chris. Thank you so much, Jordan. Have a good day. And we're back again next week. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.